0: about what happened in the 60s and 70s. You know, say it loud. I'm, I'm black, black, black and I'm proud, bro, bro, bro. Yeah, that's all you saw all those pictures. You know, those videos and everything else.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm Elise Rio. And I'm Isha e. Bell. And this is Full-Time Black Women, a community for black professional women to live, laugh, grow, and feel the soul.
0: So, what are we talking about today, Elise?
1: Today, we have a very special guest. Yes. And that mm-hmm. is Olivia Savannah Logan of Corporate with Cornrows. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you guys for
2: having me. And we are awesome. so
0: excited to get into this discussion here because this is one that hits home for all Black
1: women. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So let's. Break it on down. Give a little bit about the wonderful and dynamic Miss Olivia Savannah Logan. She is 26 years old and a coffee enthusiast and an unapologetically black woman working in the legal industry as a real estate paralegal. After experiencing discrimination central to natural hair and race, she created the Instagram account Corporate with Corn Rose to celebrate diversity and black beauty within professional spaces. Outside of work, she recharges through spending time with her family, traveling, and snuggling in her plushy bathrobe. It's important to Olivia to discuss hair discrimination in the workplace because Black women not being able to be their authentic selves in the workplace exacerbates the wealth gap. Black women are the economic drivers within their households and Black communities at large. So while it might sound trivial to focus on the implication of hair, it has greater consequences. Also, Olivia has shared her personal hair discrimination experience as a jarring one since she grew up in a progressive town, which was the first to voluntarily integrate. Being that she grew up around a diverse group of neighbors and classmates, she couldn't fathom that people would be deliberate in their pursuit to prohibit her from being herself, including how she chose to wear her hair. After her first-hand hair discrimination experience at work, she felt the need to share her truth from the perspective of a young Black woman through Corporate with Cornrows. So welcome, 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 Olivia. We're so glad to have you.
3: Thank you. I'm so excited. This is my first podcast
1: recording, so I'm excited to chat with you guys. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so today's topic, introduction to the great hair debate with Corporate with Cornrows. So our entire lives have centered around a constant for as long as we can remember, which is hair. If you Mm -hmm. want to accept it or not, your hair has been a conversation piece, whether good or bad, multiple times to this date. We can all remember either sitting in salon or someone's kitchen to get our hair pressed, braided, beaded, perm, curled, cornrowed more times than we have fingers and toes to count. Fried, dyed, and laid to the side. That's right. That's (laughs) right. And as a black woman, our hair has been the message board to the world as to where we've been and where we're going. The interesting thing about this great hair debate is it never ends. Mm-hmm. As adults in professional spaces, we are forced with, faced with the corporate checklist. Is my hair acceptable for the space? Is it too much? What will coworkers say if I wear my hair natural? Will I be disliked or judged? Will this hairstyle make me stand out in a bad way? Will it impact my career development? And the list goes on. And yes, to all the allies out there, a hairstyle is this serious to a black woman. Absolutely. Yes. So today we want to dive into the great hair debate of how hair discrimination in the workplace causes black women to constantly shift and blur the lines of self-identification.
0: Yes. That, that was a lot but at the same time as Elise always says I felt that in my spirit I did I did, I did. <laughs> because it's true it's it, it impacts deep. us first of all hair to a woman is important but hair to a black woman oh it's sometimes a life and death situation yes. What it comes down to it, it can make you or break you yes. but in the end it's all about how you take it in right I'm not worry about what everyone else has to say right but i guess we go ahead and get into those stats for that
1: ass pay, pay, stats for that ass pay, pay, we
0: bringing pay, pay, you the facts pay, pay, with, with some stats pay. for that ass okay so Despite the continuous growth of the natural hair movement and greater global acceptance of rocking your crown, work environments have been slow to adapt. A recent study by Dove found that black women are 80 percent, 80 percent more likely to change their natural hair to meet social norms or workplace expectations. Let's talk about it, ladies. How do you feel about that, Olivia?
3: um i'm not surprised <laughs> um, <laughs> i think that <laughs> i think that the the number might be surprising to our allies but like this has been a conversation for a decade yes, i'm hoping yes. that it, it shifts in a different direction but like our mothers our grandmothers have always told us like they taught us with presentation politics um of what's acceptable and not acceptable with our hair in the workplace mm-hmm. so um that determination that does not scare me at all. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. I think it is just indicative of what we go through. I mean, mm-hmm. we come to these workspaces that don't necessarily want us there to begin with, but uh, right. then we face the decision of whether or not how we wear our hair is going to impact how we further take up space
3: uh, in this environment.
1: So it's it's really a crazy crazy situation.
3: I think like you know you hear the stats you hear the numbers, but now that like we're in quarantine in New York, you realize how the uh, the weight of the oppression, if you will, because now that we're working from home, you're like I don't feel that heaviness. Yeah, <laughs> girl. <laughs> yes.
2: you know? Talk
3: about
2: it. Right. Okay, I don't
3: think I've been this happy
0: <laughs> in my working <laughs> life in a long time. Yeah. Although I have worked from home. But recently, going back into the office and now having this shift because of Corona, working from home, I am in a space where I'm just like, huh, I could be myself and make money.
2: Mm-hmm. Whoa, right. those are two
0: totally different things. I forgot how good th- this felt. So right? yes, I, I do agree with you on that one i mean so today Mm -hmm. we are interested in sharing both the beautiful significance of corporate with cornrows Uh, when we came across your instagram we were like oh no we need her on the show
1: oh yeah definitely.
0: this (laughs) this has to happen because first of all we go through it every single day and Mm -hmm. our friends and family members go through it as well and we also want to share with our audience our own corporate
1: hair journey yeah so so, Olivia, uh, how did you get started with promoting these positive images of natural hair with corporate rec- with cornrows?
3: So I had like um, a series of like microaggressions. And then I was like getting involved in spin classes and just having a silk press and spinning and sweating was not working out. So I went to like get a set of cornrows, like maybe five or six, Cornrows that were like pinned back, but it was like feasible for like the work-life balance. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then when I came back to the office, I realized how much of an anomaly that was because um, one of the secretaries in my office she was like, "Oh, I'm proud of you," and I'm like, "What is there to be proud of? Like, I'm there's I, I didn't think it was anything of significance to just be myself." Yeah, <laughs> and um, it became such a topic of conversation, and I was like, clearly, like there's other women who are either struggling with having. Um, embracing their hair, natural hair in the workplace or just to celebrate those who are doing as such and to find hair inspiration. So I was like, let's just start this community to get the conversation going and to encourage women who are thinking about taking those steps. Definitely,
0: definitely. Okay, so this uh, secretary that congratulated you for doing something that we all have done, which is adoring your hair how you want it to. Now, was this a mm-hmm. black woman, uh Karen? Was it a Sharonda?
3: What are we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> so she was like the, the workplace auntie. Like, I'm sure she was like, um, <laughs> she was like a groundbreaker when she first got into the office okay. in terms okay. of being a minority in the workplace. Like, yeah. she was, I don't think she was coming from a malicious place, but I think she mm-hmm. was just still...
2: Playing by the rules more than I I do. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. So she
3: was looking at you, okay, young
0: sister. I right. see you doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Right, that's good for right you. Right. Nah, uh-huh. I'm gonna come here. Right. Same way I've been coming here for the last thirty years uh-huh. to keep this paycheck coming every two weeks. But mm-hmm. still, she put the test right. up to you. So that, that that's a good thing. That's a good yeah.
2: thing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I mean, what?
0: what Um, came with the name with cornrows so you're just talking about more so just a natural hair journey into the corporate world not necessarily just a hairstyle so when people hear corporate cornrows they're like is just talking about cornrows or is like just embracing who you are your full self when in these spaces
3: so initially it did start out with cornrows Mm -hmm. Um, I think that sometimes like even as an adult like I had to check myself because I see like Fox phrase and like fenugreek pit a twist as like appropriate for an adult but sometimes i would like struggle with as if cornrows were grown you know like mm-hmm. i associate that with my childhood so it started out with the cornrows but then i realized okay let's broaden this conversation to just um celebrating blackness particularly for black women and our beauty so that can be anything from cornrows to makeup to skincare so it just brought in the conversation for everyone to feel um included even if you're not choosing cornrows as like your
0: elected style of choice okay cool okay. yeah i definitely wanted to put it out there and yeah. let people know i'm more to mm-hmm. cornrows that's okay. right she has right. excellent content <laughs> yes. to just help empower women of color when it comes to being their full selves and we just love it absolutely elise guess what i've been doing lately what's that isha girl i've been instacarting the out of my groceries lately look I don't know which wave we're in third fourth fifth eleventh wave of this virus I'm not taking my chances anymore Mm -hmm. I've decided that I can get the same products that I love from my local grocery store at
1: home in my living room I'm telling you anytime I can shop in my pajamas I am in there Instacart has multiple stores available to you to shop all of your favorites on one single order and all of the products are hand selected by shoppers based on your preferences yes
0: look I haven't had one issue at all look they are picking the freshest produce and they also keep your eggs safe too that's very important because we eat a lot of eggs in my family so (laughs) not only that Instacart allows you to click and um, download digital coupons while you're shopping for your family or for yourself. Look, it is one of the best things ever. I'm like, why didn't I come up with this idea years ago? I could have been a billionaire. <laughs> billionaire. Exactly. But if you do want to save some coins to help you get along to your first million, go ahead and click on the link fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart slash in the show notes. It lets Instacart know that we sent you and it helps our show. Go ahead and get that free delivery on your first order over $35.
1: Absolutely. You can't go wrong when you get to sit at home and click and watch the groceries come on to your door. So do like Isha said, click on the link in the show notes, fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash to get your free delivery on your first order over $35. Help us help you help us mm-hmm. and support this show. Yes, Instacart. We in it. My new BFF. Hey.
0: So. We're gonna go ahead and discuss our natural hair hair journey so I'll go ahead and start first okay um I did not go natural until 2005 and realizing I couldn't keep up with my every two weeks hair salon it's you know, a appointment. Lot. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um and because first of all I didn't have the money. To do mm-hmm. it my mother was no longer sending me money to go ahead and go to the salon every two weeks and <laughs> also I just realized why am I doing this to myself yeah. every time I would go ahead and get a perm all of a sudden I got these scabs in my head or I can't scratch I gotta pat the brains out of my ears mm-hmm. and everything else to get some <laughs> type of comfort and re- uh, relief from it and one day I remember just waking up and I was like you know what God made me this way. Why am I trying to change who I am? Who am I trying to please? Yeah, You know, this doesn't make any sense at Mm -hmm. all. And that's when I say, you know what? No more. I'm not putting any more chemicals in my hair. I did not do the big chop, but I did wear braids for about 10 months. Maybe even over a little bit over a year. Mm -hmm. And then I remember the first day I wore my fro out. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so scary. Because I just felt mm-hmm. like all eyes were on me. They probably weren't, but I felt <laughs> like all eyes were on me. But mm-hmm. I was waiting at the bus stop, and I remember it was a breeze that came through. And the breeze went through my throat, and it was just a flap of the floor. And I was like, yes! Oh, my God! I can feel my scalp. I can feel my scalp. The sun was beaming on my scalp. I just felt like I was about to beam up and just uh-huh. float over everything. It was just something that just... Took me to another level. Um, And since then, I have decided that I have, you know, gone and blown my hair out. I've straightened Mm -hmm. and everything else. But going back to the chemicals, it's been 15 years and I could not have made a better decision for my identity as who I was as Isha versus continue to be identified or put in a box by other people. Go ahead. Yeah. So what about you, Olivia? What's your um, hair journey?
3: So uh I will say I've, I've had a lot since at such a young age. I think I was like six or seven when I first got a firm and then I transitioned during, in college. I went to school, University of Maryland. Shout out to any folks listening. Hey. Um, but <laughs> but like, if anyone knows anything about the DMV, it is the hair capital. Yes, so like being around, <laughs> being around all of us, all natural hair, relaxed, braids, all the good things. Um, I was just really inspired to go natural as an adult. Um, but I was I like you, I was afraid the big chops. I was like, no, we're gonna get these braids yeah. and we're gonna grow um, this out. Yeah. <laughs> so I got braids in Senegalese place. Like I rotated those for maybe about about a year and then I took the braids out and because I was away from um home I couldn't afford to come back just to get my hair done.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: and I, from a young age, my mom was like, you don't just put anybody in your hair. So yeah. I was like, no, I'm just going to do it myself. Right. <laughs> do it myself. So um, I did test myself in my college apartment. And um, it was interesting. I tried all products that I saw on YouTube that did not work for my hair picture at all. Um, but I was glad that I did it. And yeah. I was a bit self-conscious because it, I had never had hair that short before. So it's like finding different ways to express yourself that didn't include hair was so different for me. Mm. Yeah.
0: Oh, we all had a uh that uh hair product bin <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> trying to figure mm-hmm. out what works for you, that your natural hair because we never had to know that mm-hmm. growing up you know being a right. babies <laughs> yeah we never had to really <laughs> get to that point where you're like oh this works for me that works
1: for me mm-hmm. it was a discovering and very expensive period my goodness pretty sure for all of us <laughs> oh yeah the amount of products right. i have bought in my lifetime mm-hmm. and that just ended up either in the trash or given away to another natural mm-hmm. who was experimenting i've done a lot of experiments i'm surprised i still have hair Well, we survived
0: perms. I'm pretty sure we could survive conditioners and moisturizers and stuff like that are a lot less harsh on our hair. But go ahead, Elise. Let's hear your natural hair journey.
1: Okay. So I went natural in 2003, I think. 2000, Mm -hmm. Yeah, 2003. And uh, before it was cool, before it was popular, you know, I didn't have any really... um, I didn't have any guidance on what to do either at the time. So I had a roommate who was like, why are you perming your hair? I was like, I don't know, because uh, that's what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's what I know. And she was like, yeah, all you have to do is flat iron it, and you'll be fine. This was like a just lightning bolt. Mind like, blowing, my huh? mind was like, <laughs> what? I could just do that? So I started just flat ironing instead of uh, perming and everything, and then I actually got to, as a, an adult, see how my hair was and was growing and stuff. And I was like, oh, so it, it does things like it's kind of curly. It's got some texture. It's got some movement. OK, well, let me just I'm going to just chop it off. So I just chopped it all off uh, the rest of the perm and just had my little, I guess, TWA, I guess. Teeny weeny afro.
0: <laughs> For those who don't know.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was <laughs> curly and cute to me and I was so excited and then it was just like I'm gonna do this all the time and from there it was just going through different phases of what I wanted to do to it so it went from being a TWA to being just a big old fro I remember my passport photo when I first got my passport the fro I had at the time took up about 50% of the space wow (laughs) my photo it like exceeded the bounds of it but i was just so proud because i was like yes this is mine and like you isha were talking about the wind blowing through it and stuff. yeah yeah it was a fantastic moment mm-hmm. i loved it i absolutely loved it and so now i've transitioned once again into growing locks so we will see how this journey goes olivia what is the response
0: mm-hmm. that you received from followers concerning uh corporate with cornrows
3: oh it's been amazing like honestly i thought that it was just going to be a little hobby and outlet for a few people um and i don't even have a lot of followers but it's more so the quality of engagement and like dms that you get like it's not all about the number of likes but or you can see through the analytics people are downloading photos of hair inspiration Mm -hmm. you know for their next hairstyle so it's been really great um in terms of fostering that community and even fostering conversation outside the timeline so when I see someone in person it's like now they know me as a person who's going to talk about hair and beauty so they're like what's the what product are you using with me Mm -hmm. so So you know it's it's fostered an in-person community which I love
1: that's awesome It's
3: really, really great. And it's
1: good that we have these conversations because I know sometimes that's being the only ones in the office in corporate America. Sometimes it's like, well, who do I talk to about this? And uh, it's great to have that type of resource to look out to and reach out to. Now, do you think you will eventually have like meetups or anything like that as corporate with cornrows?
3: That is the goal once this, um, COVID-19 subsides. Yeah. <laughs> I mm-hmm. hopefully will, I, I think people will be longing for community and not for nothing. I think this, um, made people realize how much we need each other, even though, as much as an introvert, I'm like, I need my space. <laughs> but, um, I think, I think everybody's realized that, like, we need each other. We need community. And so hopefully as a long-term goal, it can be an in-person meetup with just mixing the nuances of, the corporate ladder with being a black woman and beauty like you don't have to be in one lane or the other right it can be uh, a a journey that we discover together awesome
0: oh i love that a journey that we discover together and we are going to continue on with this journey uh with olivia but right now we're just going to get right into a commercial you wanna get on a right ride You need to get what the
1: bus ride. <laughs> Absolutely. Buzzsprout is a fantastic partner when it comes to getting your message out to the world in the world of podcasting. And the fantastic thing is they get your show listed in every major podcast platform from Google, Apple, Spotify and more.
0: Look, she couldn't possibly be able to remember every single platform that they send your feed over to so you could be heard. Through the world. Look, not only do they make sure that you're heard, but they make sure that you look good too. Mm -hmm. By offering you a great podcast website, I mean, they offer audio players that you can drop into your website we use it on our blog yes. as well as detailed analytics to let you know how to promote and how people are listening to you look when you click on that link in the show notes fulltimeblackwomen.com forward slash buzzsprout forward slash you will be able to get a $20 amazon gift card with a
3: paid
1: plan yes absolutely and the Buzzsprout team is passionate about helping you succeed they offer tutorials they offer all types of guides to help you find the right equipment and the right price so all you need is a quiet space and a nice place to get your voice out to the world so why not click on the link in the show notes fulltimeblackwomancom forward slash Buzzsprout forward slash to get your $20 Amazon gift card when you sign up for a paid plan
0: yeah help us help you but most important you need to get on the Right, right. Yeah, you got to get with the buzz. Right. Boom. Record from the Himalayas. All right. So let's go ahead and dive a little further into this great hair debate because it
1: has to be great. Yes.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so, Olivia, how are our hairstyles? how do you think they're really viewed in the workplace from the cornrows to the intricate designs and things like that? How do you think they're really viewed in corporate America?
3: Mm, I think that if they're more palatable, if they're the closer they are to whiteness, the more palatable it is. So if you have the loose, like uh two a three a curl, like it's like, okay, like we can work with this, but the boring, you get closer to like a 4C kinky texture, like me, it's like the side eye, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> questionable. Um, but I think you're, I mean, it's worth doing the journey, but it, it does come with some side eye and different forms of microaggression. Right.
1: Now, do you feel that hair is a career staller at some times, at some points?
3: I definitely think it is in the beginning of your career. I think there's a lot more to prove. And if people don't know you, as we know, like our hair is such a statement. Like yes. for us, that's great within our community, but like for other people, it's a statement before they get to see your work product. So mm. I think if they don't know you, they don't know your work. It can And prohibit your growth. Right. And that's me keeping it real. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, you definitely have to keep it real because I'm going to be a little hashtag Casperish. Go ahead with it. And I will (laughs) have to say that. I love my natural hair. I know it is a part of me. I do not want to part ways with it. I love how it makes me feel. My Mm -hmm. chest is pumped out. My shoulders are back when I have it styled and I just start going to a salon. So now I don't have to worry about watching 50 million YouTube channels in order to figure out a hairstyle. I just Mm -hmm. sit back, relax, let somebody else do it, tip them, move on with my day. A little self care. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Some self care. Mm -hmm. Um, But when it comes to looking for a job in the past, Going forward, this will not be the issue. Mm-hmm. But in the past, I have had interview hair. Interview hair. Interview mm-hmm. hair, yes. I had interview hair, which was usually a wig. Okay. Or maybe like a little quick weave or some a sew-in mm-hmm. that I got put on my head like a part of a uniform.
2: (laughs) A part of a battle (laughs) suit.
0: Right. Before I go into those new spaces because like Olivia said, they don't know who you are. Right. So people Mm -hmm. judge you over your parent based on your appearances. That's why you go in an interview with a suit versus with jeans. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately we know our natural hair is sometimes deemed as unprofessional in certain Mm -hmm. spaces. Uh, It is also looked at as maybe not the uh, benchmark of beauty. Right. And, Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes it's just a lot easier. Like, I don't know who said, I think it was Paul Mooney mm-hmm. said that when your hair's relaxed, they're relaxed.
2: Like that Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, yeah. And when your hair's <laughs> <That's is> kinky, <cakey,
0: laughs> then they got a problem or right. something like that. And mm-hmm. I have changed who I was in order to get my foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And once I have Proved who I you know proven who I am with my skills. Then all of a sudden, I feel a little bit easier yeah. taking it off. Yeah, or, ha, I got y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thought y'all had somebody coming here with some five, but no, no, girl, Sorry. I got that four C, four B. I got everything up in here. Surprise. Okay, exactly. Can't find me now. No, 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 no. You know, yeah. <laughs> so I have definitely done that. What about you guys?
3: Oh, I have definitely done it. I, I mean, I'm still early in my career, but I don't think I've gone on an interview where my hair wasn't at least stretched mm-hmm. um, and manipulated just a bit. Um, and I'm okay with that. I don't, I don't see anything personally wrong with it. To yeah. me, it's like just as we co-switch our language, we co-switch our beauty. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't see see an issue with it. Um, but I think sometimes you do get tired of it, yes. and once you get tired of it it's like okay to be
2: yourself. (laughs) Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And I would say like from my experience you had also mentioned Olivia having hair that's palatable Mm -hmm. to corporate America Mm -hmm. and that was my experience. Um, Usually you had a wig or a weave Mm -hmm. I would just flat iron my hair and then I would go into the interview and then maybe after some time had passed like you said I would go back to wearing my hair curly. Now when my hair was curly it was like 3B, 3C, 4A-ish. It mm-hmm. was somewhere in there. And um, I, if I ever, I think I went to maybe one, maybe two interviews where my hair was curly later on in my career. After you proven a, yourself. After I've proven myself. With your professional props paper. Exa- exactly. With my professional props paper. And if you don't know what that is, check out the blog. Fulltimeblackwoman.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, once I had uh, proven myself, I went to my interviews with curly hair. But... To the in that same vein I always made sure that it was like meticulous like every curl was in place Mm -hmm. every uh, Mm -hmm. baby hair was slicked down Mm -hmm. like I made sure that it looked uh, professionally done in a way that did not I guess seem like a and I hate to say it like natural hair being a political statement Mm -hmm. like I'm so proud Mm -hmm. of my blackness that I have the audacity to wear my natural hair to this uh, interview. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. made it um, well, well received, mm-hmm. I guess, in a way. I mean, I definitely
0: feel like, first of all, hair is a political statement. Yeah. You know, we know about what happened in the mm-hmm. 60s and 70s. You know, say it loud, I'm black and i proud. Fro, fro, puff. That's <laughs> yeah, why you saw all those pictures, <laughs> you know, and those videos <laughs> and everything else. And I say it's something that I want to leave in my past. Mm-hmm. But once again, mm-hmm. you and I, at least, we are seasoned Yeah, versus Olivia, who's just started her career. Mm-hmm. So if we decide to go ahead and just say, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. You're going to take this yeah. and this is what it is. Yeah. Look mm-hmm. at my professional props paper right there mm-hmm. and see what my skills are. Do you want it or not? Yeah. Versus Right. Early on in your career, you still have to prove yourself. And I hate the fact that it's like this. Yeah. I'm sorry mm-hmm. God made me this way. Should I be apologizing for this or what? You know, like, nah. but when you're a minority and when you're, like you said, at least in spaces where it may not be that welcoming for you, mm-hmm. you do conform. You yeah. do, But it makes it takes mm-hmm. away slowly chips away pieces of who you truly are. Yeah. And as Olivia said, mm-hmm. you get tired of shifting from outside of the office, Isha, to inside of the office, Isha, to meeting Isha, to phone call Isha, to work from home Isha. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to keep up with this many Ishas right now. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But when it comes to hair, for some reason, it's such, such a very sensitive topic. Yeah. That no one else really has to talk about. It. You think Jeff is deciding? You know? Oh no, bro! I'm like trying to figure out. Like, should I get these frosty tabs or should I like diet or I don't know. You know? Or like
1: Karen's like, I don't. Maybe I should diet. Maybe, maybe I'll do a roller set. Maybe I'll do curls. Oh, girl, you're getting crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Going far. <laughs> you know, versus Sharonda. Like, maybe I should. Maybe I should wear my hair the way God made me. <laughs> now, now it's an issue. Which, oh my gosh, you think about it will drive you
1: crazy. Yeah. So, how do you keep your sanity in the mix of going back and forth between keeping your authenticity and kind of, you know, being in these spaces that might not be too friendly towards it?
3: Um. Honestly, I mean, if you look at my screen time kind of when I'm at work, like on my breaks or just like on downtime, I probably have like a ridiculous amount of screen time and that's part of realize of the escape
2: yeah. um, and just yes. affirming
3: myself mm-hmm. um, and just knowing that even though I'm the only one in the workplace or my office, if you will, um, there's millions of other women like me in various positions um, informing that on my community. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I balance it too because I, I feel like I realize maybe a couple months ago, it's like if I'm not intentional with who I engage with um, outside of work, I could easily go without seeing people who affirm my beauty, Mm, you know? So um, that's the part of balancing, I think, using social media and your your girl group chats to hype you up. (laughs) Right,
1: definitely, definitely. Now, have you, um, you had mentioned microaggressions and things like that. Like what in particular have you received during your experience?
3: Um, so I had one psychocyte. She's no longer with our firm, but like she saw me in the hallway and we're both walking. Um, I've seen her before. She works on my floor, so it wasn't like I was a stranger, but mm-hmm. like she's just stopped. She's like, you scared me. And I'm like, wait, what? Wow. <laughs> like it took me a while to process even what she said. And then I like responded. I was like, how so? And then she didn't have anything to say. It was like an awkward, dead silence. Oh, oh my God. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's like let's let's marinate on this for a bit. Um, and part of it is learn me learning not to take it as personal because truth be told, I'm like I'm probably the only black person they interact with, so a lot of this is based on ignorance.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Um but like I've had similar experiences like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Isha have you had any microaggressions related to your hair?
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah.
1: How much time you got, buddy?
0: Like hello <laughs> like first of all, when people see me and I feel like when I came into the office with my natural hair, I wouldn't say it was expected, but it was more so how do I say it wasn't disruptive, but it was noticeable it
1: was disruptive disruptive it was disruptive mm-hmm. to them to them to yeah. them okay
0: so for you guys who don't know, mm-hmm. I am six one. Mm. Okay, so I'm a very mm-hmm. tall of uh, chocolate milk. Yes. All right, <laughs> and oh, I have a very girl game. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right, <laughs> and I have <laughs> a very deep, dark chocolate skin. So, all types are beautiful. Uh, oh, thank you, girl. <laughs> 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 You know, and I have my African features, you know, my nose, my wide nose and my full lips and every my cheek, high cheekbones and everything else. So when people, when they first meet me, they already have an idea of who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. We all do this. Mm-hmm. It's a part of nature. It's a way that we have survived for thousands and thousands of years. But being the person that I am, the way I look, the way I act are too... Very extreme things, okay? I don't um, shrink my personality no matter what place I am in. Have I done it before? I try, but I can't. It's exhausting. (laughs) It's exhausting. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm big, and I got a big personality with a big mouth and a big voice. So when I come into places, (laughs) and now I'm coming with a fro, too? Now I'm coming with my natural hair, too? They're like, oh, she's a militant, I tell you. (laughs) She's just... (laughs) <laughs> All up in your face, you know? Some people love it. They're like, wow, I love Isha. She is just who she is, and she doesn't care who has something to say. Versus some people, I, I'm the one who got something to say. Yeah. And you make me feel threatened. Mm. So when the woman told you, Olivia, oh, you scared me, girl. I get that every day. I just go into the, uh, fill my water bottle. So, oh, oh shit. Oh, you got to skip. Don't nobody want your little raggedy bottle, can. <laughs> go about your business now go about your business you know or when it comes to even being around white men Mm -hmm. either they love Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. and it's like oh man she just she just keeps it real or they're like I have to somehow make her feel smaller than what she is mm. because first of all I have short mm-hmm. man syndrome yeah. you know I'm 5'2 mm-hmm. and all bit of it you know <laughs> little Napoleon <laughs> issues yeah. and stuff like that so when I come with my natural hair actually I had a manager who recently said something to me that was just out of pocket during a meeting mm-hmm. now I'm going to set the tone for you guys okay picture, picture it, it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: so I walk into the conference room, and there are seven other people in the room. Oh, okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven pink penises. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, seven, seven white men uh-huh. around the table. No one else looks like me or has the parts of that. Oh, geez. So I'm coming into the meeting and it actually has to deal with my tool that I created alongside an excellent coworker that I have who Mm -hmm. also is a woman of color. And the first thing, other than people say, Hey, hey, Isha, how you doing? How you doing? My manager stops the meeting before it starts and says to me, Oh, you cut your hair now this is the shortest i've ever cut my hair so like you or olivia i was kind of conscious about it self-conscious about it because i've always had long mm-hmm. hair my entire life but mm-hmm. this is like short short and he said oh you
1: cut your hair
0: <gasps> do you like
1: it no what, what, what? Mm. that's how do you what <laughs> like that's a terrible <laughs> that's a terrible response what do you what? Mm. now I've had
0: issues with this person in the past one of those people who I feel like are threatened by me because of my physical my mental and just who I am as a person and it was just a slap in the face Mm -hmm. first of all you don't say that to Mm -hmm. any woman no you know do you do you do you like it it was like a question but it was like hi. (laughs) and I was like you squawking at me so uh, and I was like I had one of two ways to handle that. Okay. I could have ignored him and just made him feel like more of a fool than he was. Mm -hmm. Or I could address it in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's add a third one or go. I could take the higher road you know be a little Michelle Obama uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. which I did and, <laughs> oh. and can I get time for that I love you Michelle but sometimes when they go high <laughs> you gotta go for them knees <laughs> okay <laughs> slide on in like third base so um, mm-hmm. I went ahead and I responded to him oh you cut your hair uh, do you like it mm-hmm. I love it that's why I did mm-hmm. it. Do you like your hair? Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Guys, want we'll to let you know how much of an idiot you sound. Yeah. So why would you even ask me mm-hmm. if I like right. my hair? Flip Obviously, it. I right. did. But that was a huge macro. Well, that wasn't a microaggression. That was, no, a, macro that was a macroaggression. Especially right? <laughs> if you and I have had issues in the past. And you try to put me on front street yeah in front of all these people wait till everybody was done talking to come and ask me that question yeah so i had an ally mm-hmm. who was in the room and they said oh i love it oh, i good. think it looks great on you i mean when i first saw you come mm-hmm. in i was like yeah it just brings out the structure your face and everything and i tell you it looks like you lost 10 pounds too i'm like hold up now wait a you second. call me fat <laughs> 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 climbed out of one hole and dug in another exactly both of y'all get it there <laughs> lay down <laughs> <laughs> so i mean just just being in these spaces mm-hmm. you always have to have your guard up but when it comes to your hair yeah i gotta have my
1: girl about my hair i know it seems trivial but it's mm-hmm. it's such a huge thing it's one of those things that people see straight off the bat aside from your color like mm-hmm. what you look like mm-hmm so I know mm-hmm. for me, like I had a situation where I didn't feel like doing my no, I, yeah, I didn't feel like doing my hair. I, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like twi- twi- uh, retwisting it or anything. Uh, it was in its very early infancy of locks. and so it was very very fuzzy, and uh, I was having some some issues with it. So I was like, I- I'm throw a wig on. I'm just gonna throw a wig on. Now this wig is basically huge curls, just huge, loose, very. I don't know. Not even Shirley Temple is Diana Ross. Diana Ross yeah. curls. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And I was I was loving it. Came in on a Monday, I think it was, and uh, I was like, "Oh, I love your hair! It's so pretty." Da 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 da. It's great. And then I think like Wednesday, I came back and I had taken the wig off, and I had eventually like got my hair retwisted. I had an appointment. Thank the Lord for my <laughs> stylist. My lactitian, she's amazing. Um but got my hair retwisted and they're like, oh, what happened to the curls? What what happened? They're like, disappointment. They looked, so, they looked so nice. They were I would just I just wanted to, you know, fluff them up. Like what happened to the why did you what happened? But how does that make someone feel? They don't care. They didn't care. I don't <laughs> like I don't like
0: what your head is doing right now. But yeah. I, I like the curse so they don't put key shine a light on that yes. while putting a shadow on top of what you're today. <laughs> exactly. Is to that.
1: Yes. So the old old me probably would have been like, Oh man, I guess I gotta stop doing what I'm doing and wear curls. Put this hat on. Yeah, put this hat on. <laughs> Go to work. <laughs> put that on. <laughs> but uh the the me right now is like uh yep i'm gonna do it just for spite from now on Mm. i'm gonna do it for spite because Mm -hmm. y'all don't know Mm. y'all have to understand y'all have to you have to grow up to meet me at this point Mm -hmm. i'm on a higher level right now i'm loving myself i'm loving my hair and you're just gonna have to deal with it so if i want to wear a wig on tuesday and then go back to my locks on wednesday you're gonna have to deal with it
0: get used to it adapt just adapt. like i have to adapt the these mm-hmm. environments here yes. when yes. They, our cultures do collide <sighs> so all right <laughs> olivia uh, can you please give one piece of advice to our audience
3: i would say do one thing for you and you alone um that you're happy about for a day I think like as black women we're serving our communities we're serving at um, whatever religious organization you're affiliated with your family and then the job gets all of you and it's like what are you doing for you so if that's doing your twist out and spending time on that if that's working out if that's just binging your favorite show do one thing for you and you alone
0: that's nice. great yeah excellent great. piece of advice Sure. Yes. i'm about to write that down myself know, do right? something <laughs> for yourself a day <laughs> mm-hmm. crazy <laughs> you go crazy
2: exactly because exactly.
0: keeping our sanity is very much what's important especially as black women in these working spaces you yes. know that's the reason why we started full-time black woman was to create that safe space to help First of all, us, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. as well as others, mm-hmm. keep mm-hmm. that sanity because it is constantly tested every single day from that top of your head yeah. <laughs> to the bottom of your feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But most importantly, the top of your right. head because it's attached to your face, and that's what people <laughs> just definitely go to. I hope people won't be looking at my bangs.
1: <laughs>
2: Anyways, oh my I'm sorry.
1: So Olivia, we asked this of all of our wonderful interviewees and we wanted to extend this to you as well. What does it mean to you to be a full-time Black woman?
3: Uh, To be a full-time Black woman is to be authentically yourself at all times. Mm. So no matter if I'm at work or if I'm at home or if you're hanging with the girls, there should be some common core elements that everyone can see. So if everyone in my life shows up, um, they
2: should see some element of me that they recognize yes. in one room <laughs> yes yes that is beautiful <laughs> I love it I love
0: it yeah I definitely remember you bringing that up during um, a discussion that we had before if you could be at a party mm-hmm. and all the people that you see mm-hmm. all day long people at work your family and friends could they all be mm-hmm. able to identify oh that's a you mm-hmm. know that is a or be looking <laughs> mm-hmm. at you like who, who the hell are you? Yeah, you know your work friends like you right. don't talk like that at the office or you know your family and friends look at you like why are you wearing that wig on your head? Mm-hmm. You try to be Ross, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> or you got to have a totally different dress and everything else. You know, like yeah, yeah, just to try to be. Mm-hmm. Now people are going to understand you can't be your full self at all places. I'm not bringing work isha. Right to home isha yeah i'm not taking home Mm -hmm. isha to the home girl isha yeah i'm not bringing home Mm -hmm. girl isha to interview isha i'm just just, time and a place exactly (laughs) y'all gonna have to sit in the back because Mm -hmm. right now this is work isha we gotta make this money come on (laughs) (laughs) y'all
1: but you at the core must be present exactly at all
2: Mm -hmm. in all spaces
1: and i love that i love that
0: so Olivia, can you please tell our listeners how can they find out more about Corporate with Cornrows and all the great things you're doing?
3: Um, so feel free to follow on Instagram as the main platform at Corporate with Cornrows. Um, I actually purchased the handle and domain Corporate with Cornrows. dot com, so we'll be up there soon. Yay. And if you want to reach me via email, if you want to reach me via email, it's Corporate with Cornrows at gmail. dot com. Awesome. Awesome.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us, Olivia. We really appreciate you. You have really dropped some gems, given us some things to think about and talk about. And we appreciate you so much for that.
3: Thank you guys for having me.
0: Yeah, yes. Absolutely. And keep doing what you're doing. We need it, sis. Absolutely.
3: Thank you. Thank you. We need your work, too. I'll see you guys on the gram.
1: Oh, thank you <laughs> All right, y'all, that brings us to the end of another episode. And we hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, we're here for you full time from coffee to wine.
0: And play your power perfectly. Thanks.
1: Bye. Thanks for joining us. Full Time Black Woman is created, recorded, and produced by Elise Real and Isha Bell. For more opportunities to live, laugh, grow, and feel the soul, be sure to like, review, comment, and subscribe to Full Time Black Women wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Help us build this community by sharing with other full time Black women like yourself. Visit our website at FullTimeBlackWoman.com to see what's new or to reach out. If you have questions or want to add to today's topic, send us an email to contact at FullTimeBlackWoman.com. Follow us on Facebook
2: and Instagram at FullTimeBlackWoman and on Twitter at stblackwoman.